This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107, it's Ryder and Lisa. Advent calendars used to be pretty boring. I mean, especially if you bought them from somewhere. The homemade ones, I know some people have been doing pretty deadly homemade advent calendars for, you know, decades, centuries, mm-hmm. whatever. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, it was just kind of chocolate or nothing. Now that's not the case at all. Do you remember when Lint stepped up, mm. though? God, I love Lint. Like those advent calendars? I'm pretty sure it's impossible to find advent calendars at this point if you were, were trying to start late. Right. They're pretty much sold out everywhere. Starting late's nice, too, because you can just power through the first five days, six days, no big deal, and then you're right on track. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are some cool ca- advent calendar uh, ideas you've seen? Maybe you, you're opening this year? Yep. So we've got a couple texts rolling in here. This one says, I, have, I try a new beer every day. That's pretty cool. The beer advent calendars are awesome. Socks. A new pair of socks every day. Oh, that's good. That's brilliant. Although... There's cheese ones rolling in. Don't you find a pair of socks that you like and you kind of stick to that? Like, to, is it 25 different... So I, if they're dress socks, I guess. That's probably it. And then you just... They're like funky colors and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So then next year, don't get me that because I've already got 25 pair. Chelsea wrote in saying sparkling wine. Okay, so people are just getting drunk every day leading up to Christmas. I oh, guess. Have you seen those ones that the cannabis stores are selling? No. It's a gummy every day. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they have like different levels too? Like yeah. some days you're on a different planet. Well, it's like some days you need it like the 22nd, the day before the in-laws arrive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it seems to be pretty popular this year. People are getting the National Geographic rock minerals or healing crystals okay. in advent calendars. That's kind of fun. Yeah, or- what about uh, the different scents? Like colognes, perfumes. Colognes, perfumes, the essential little mini oils. bottles. Yeah, that would be awesome because it's so hard to find like one that smells perfect on you. You know what I mean? Yes. It would be cool to have twenty-five different. Yeah, because some perfumes smell good on other people, but they don't smell good on you. How cute is this? Freya wrote in saying, "My best friend made me a book advent calendar, and she tagged her best friend Vanessa." Mm-hmm. So. There are 25 books shaped as a tree, and they're all wrapped. And that is so thoughtful. Yeah, yeah. You know what brings somebody joy because you see those David tea ones as well, where it's a different tea flavor every sure. day. If you're a tea drinker, hell That's yeah, so thoughtful. Like this one for me, bath toys. Yeah, we got a message about uh, oh, different workout every day. Okay, yes, no. Somebody's not getting the hint about holidays. I think it's like a YouTube <laughs> workout channel where maybe the person is posting a new one every day. But like, come on. Let's get back to the cheese and the chocolate and the wine ones. <laughs> 100%, yeah. <laughs> Am I just noticing this part of TikTok where mainly women, from what I've seen, are just doing like daily follow-arounds what would you call they, them it's called what i do in a day yeah what why why not what i do in a day is not watch those exactly oh i thought you were saying what you do in the day isn't interesting ouch no. i know sorry i didn't mean to burn you there that was why are you offended you don't do these videos because my life also 
isn't ideal. So that's why it's fun to watch them. You live vicariously through how perfect their home is, their life. And I'm sure it's a facade. Like everybody has like that messy room or like. Yeah, but I saw somebody, the one I saw yesterday was like, come with me to the grocery store. Oh, that's fun. What? I like that. Why don't you ever go to the grocery store then? I get stressed out in the grocery store. (laughs) That's why these videos are so calming. These people have their lives together, or so it seems. Is there a chance that if you watched a bunch of those ones, then you'd be like, oh, I'm going to tackle the grocery store. See, these people are professional vloggers. I wouldn't know how to set my camera up. No, no, I don't need you to film a video there. Oh. I'd just like you to go get some groceries for the house. Why? Where? This is not what we were talking about. How Sorry. did we pivot to this? I'm just wondering if you watch enough of these, if you start implementing things that they do, like skincare, for example, if that's a big part of their daily vlogs. Okay, so here's an example of one that I love. Her name's Emily Kaiser. She's got 600,000 followers on TikTok. She has one toddler... And she lives with her toddler and her husband, and every day she wakes up and she does the trick where you take your leggings and you put your hair, you weave your hair through your leggings and put it, you sleep with leggings in your hair. And then in the morning when you pull out the leggings, your hair is perfectly curled. And then she shows her skincare routine and how she tidies the kitchen. So have you ever she done this? Her le- have you ever done this leggings thing or no. used her skincare tips? No. But I favor the videos as if I'm going to one day mm. do it. But I never will. Very confused by this. Follow me. Please. Watch me make a coffee. Watch me. Watch my car. No, well, I like those. <sighs> because I'm watching it. At home, in my dirty sweatpants, I haven't washed my face in three days. Like, I like to pretend that I'm also as put together as this person who probably lives in California and has a lot of money. Trying to think, like, if there was a dude who did this that I really respected if I would watch it, and I just can't picture it. Okay, here we go. So, excuse me. Are you upset about this? No, I just have, uh, uh, I drank a huge latte this morning. Yeah, that was a latte to drink that quick. (laughs) Okay, so picture this account. A golfer. Mm -hmm. Someone who's like a professional golfer, okay? They're showing you a day in the life of. So you watch them get up in the morning. They make their bed. They open their windows. They do their skincare routine. Nope. They have a steam shower. They make an espresso. They put on all of their golf gear. You get to see inside their closet. Everything is color coordinated. Okay. Now we're talking a little bit. They're pulling out their golf shoes. They have 30 different pairs. They're deciding what color matches their outfit. You're going, oh, wow, that's a great choice. I would would also choose that pair. Okay. Now they're starting to clean their golf clubs on camera. They're showing you what the brand of golf clubs they use. Then they're setting their camera up. They're, um, they're at the driving range. You know, there's palm, it's, there's palm trees in the background. Then they open a beer and they pour it perfectly. A day in the life of, would you follow? That's what I thought. <sighs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Time for the top seven at seven. Most common holiday arguments is what we're getting into today. Thank you for all the texts. We actually switched a bunch of them based on the texts that rolled in. Uh, Some of the ones that didn't make the cut, and we'll go into the honorable mentions category, the techno-pest argument. Get off your iPad and talk to your grandma, for example. (laughs) Come socialize with your family. Yes. You only see them once a year. Yeah. Uh, Division of chores leading up to holidays is uh, something that people get out. Yeah, especially if you're hosting mm-hmm. or you have family staying at your place. This one I find interesting. Talking to an ex. All of them have me blocked, so... Because you're the one that reaches out to them. 
no, that's not <laughs> Don't true. Don't even at all. deny it. That is not true. But it is a thing. It's a common thing for exes to reach out around the holiday season when they're feeling lonely or they remember getting together with you. They loved your family. They don't have that anymore. It happens more than you know. So, like a hey, what's your parents' address? I want to send them a Christmas card. Would that be the type I, of? I don't know. I think it's just a how are your holidays going? How are your parents? That, that's like a thing. Casual. Yeah. Okay. I think it's pretty. You talk with a lot of your exes leading up to no, holidays? but I have a lot of exes that their moms still reach out. Okay, but I don't think is that bad. No, I I think that's pretty normal. It can be harmful. I remember it can be harmful if you're like going for lunch every week. That's kind of weird. right. Yeah, but like, like commenting on a post with like hard eyes or, you know. So like I had an ex that would send gifts to my parents, and yeah. then my current girlfriend at the time would see the gifts. And they'd be better the than <laughs> they're better than things that she gets. And she's like, "Why is she still sending them gifts?" And I was like, "I don't know. Do you want to tell her?" Well, how does she afford that in this economy? You're sending presents to your ex's parents. Yeah, ridiculous. Whoa. Trying to get back in there, probably. Yeah, Look at me. True. Who can blame her? Exactly. All right, let's dive into the top seven most common holiday arguments. <laughs> At number seven, we have tradition arguments. Okay. Like, I want to hang these on the tree, even though they're ugly, for example. Or someone who wants to wrap the ribbon around the tree, but you're like, no, that's not how the ribbon is supposed to be placed. It's supposed to be bunched up and shoved into the holes. Beyond uh, trees, an example would be like, well, my family's always opened one gift on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, at number six, we have oversharing over the holidays. Like, what does I, that mean? I can't believe you told my brother I'm impotent. Oh, yeah. For example. Or... Wow, you got drunk and told my family that you got fired. Why did you did you not just wait and get a new job and then tell them that you got hey, a new job? There's no shame in getting fired. No, I know, but that's just what I mean by oversharing. Got it. I'm not actually getting in an argument with anybody here. I'm just giving examples. You had a couple too many rum and eggnogs. Is that on the list? Getting too drunk at like the in-laws? It is. That is? You'll see that one uh, rear its head again. Okay, cool. At number five, we have politics, which was number one last year. Oh, yeah. And the year before. I think people are slowly learning their lessons to just keep it to yourself. Yeah. Chelsea just texted in saying, I shut down all political conversations. Smart move. Because it can get very heated, yep. and then you completely forget why you're all gathering in the first place. 100%. I had to have a chat with a family member that was like, can you stop? You're not going to change anybody's opinion. Right. That is that is the issue, is you try and change people's uh, perspective, perspective on politics. Or, and try to like downplay their experiences with it. You can't do that. So stop. This isn't the time. This is not the time. Uh, that's number five. At number four, we have finances. Pretty self-explanatory, pretty tricky situation, especially right now with uh, the economy and everything going on. Again, we're counting down the top seven common arguments around the holiday season. This one's interesting. Uh, according to the people that put some of this list together before we started tweaking it, uh, lack of appreciation. That's true. People put in a lot of work. Sometimes one person puts in the most work and doesn't get noticed or acknowledged for it. So make sure you're appreciating. Also, when somebody goes out of their way to bake you something, like you don't actually think about how much ingredients cost. Mm -hmm. um, like if they put it in like a certain wrapping paper like they went to the store out of their way to like get that like there's it's so yeah. thoughtful and that's just as good of a gift and it's from the heart 
even the gas to get around to deliver all of those and the time. That's very true. Like I had a girlfriend reach out. She's like, I can't afford to like buy gifts this year. So I hope you like bread. And I was like, I love bread. Number two here, as I said, it would resurface too much Christmas cheer. (laughs) Too much drinking. Yeah. And some people just can't handle it, right? Yeah, that's true. They have their second or third and their entire personality changes for the worse. I know some people, if they just have even one ounce of a certain type of liquor, Mm. it's game over. I have a buddy who, it's whiskey. Yeah, Jack Daniels. Like It's a specific brand even for some people that I know. He gets one in them, there's glass breaking somewhere. There's people fighting. And number one for most common holiday arguments, we have overstaying in-laws. Where are they? Where are you putting them? When do they arrive? When are they leaving? There was a study done recently, and it said there's a perfect amount of days that guests stay. Mm. And I think it's four. Don't stay longer than that. Like a whole (laughs) week is actually like, yes, of course, it's so nice to see people, but you want to get back into your own routine, right? Mm. You kind of act different when you have house guests. Your whole vibe is off. You have to wear pants. You got to wear a bra. Like, come on. Pretty uh, wild ride yesterday as I went for a colonoscopy. Your first. Yeah, they say 45, I think, is the average age that people get uh, get one, recommended by the doctor. I'm five years younger than that, but uh, had some digestive and bowel movement complications over the last year or so. so. Some concerns. Yeah, I think, like... I've been lactose intolerant most of my life and just ignored it for the most part. Yeah, other you're than like, oh, this is normal because I can't handle milk products. Right. Um, and just other things like I really like spicy foods. Coffee, I like... whiskey, like all of the things that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I won't get into too many details, but I think it's also important that um, I am open about this as I want to talk about it as there's a stigma, especially with men that. This is something you just don't talk about and you just don't deal with. You hide it from your family and friends, or you even share it with your partner because you're scared, but you don't actually go and do anything about it. Um, So my actual symptoms were that uh, I had some blood in my stool about a year ago. A year ago? And I thought that maybe I just like nicked something with something I ate. or So I said to myself, if this happens again, I'm going to get checked. And then in the summer it did. So I went in um, right after that. And also I noticed that my, uh, may may seem like too many details, but my stool was kind of thin. Mm. So it was as if something was kind of blocking it. Anyway. Yep. Okay. So that was more than enough reason to go in. And I did take some convincing from the doctor. He's like, well, it's probably just hemorrhoids. And I was like, okay, but why not get checked? Yeah, you need to advocate for yourself. You do have to push for yourself. A lot of people will go into the doctor and if they're like, oh, it's probably this. You ignore your actual, what your actual body's telling you. So No, yeah, no, trust your body. Uh, I pushed for a colonoscopy and uh, yesterday they found two polyps. Now, can you explain what a polyp is for those that have never even uh, thought about just like their colon or... Little growths. Okay. And uh, they're able to remove them, and then they get them tested, and I'll find out within the next week or two now, if they're me, benign. Yeah, correct me if I'm not mistaken, but um, odds of them finding a polyp are high, but the odds of them being cancerous, 10%? Yeah, I think it's 5 to 10%. It depends on the size of them, and they didn't give me too many details, so I'm hoping to talk with my, my family doctor to find out size. Because if, if it's over a certain amount of millimeters, it's much more likely... 
that there are cancerous properties. And then when do they contact you with if you don't hear from them, that's a good sign. Correct. Yeah. So I think it's just like getting something removed that they're like a little concerned about as far as a mole goes, but it's just on your inside. I mean, the process isn't fun. You have to drink this stuff that absolutely (laughs) empties you you out. Yeah. And all that kind of sucks. And And then how was the process at the actual hospital? Great. I mean, the, the staff was tremendous. I know our healthcare system is taking a beating right now, uh, but that really isn't the staff's fault in for the majority of, of the issues that are happening with understaffing and uh, with wait times. Yeah, lack of rooms. The I couldn't speak highly enough of the people that were there as far how as... How long did it take? About an hour? Setting the mood. Um, yeah, I was in and out in two hours. So, And you're totally fine today? Yeah, I feel good. I mean, I can tell that something happened, but I feel, I feel good. Uh, I ate again, so that was exciting. I feel yeah. like in the waiting room, there's a a potential opportunity there for advertisers if you have a restaurant to put it up. For all these... How long do you have to fast for? 24 hours? Yeah. And oh, so, that's like, so hard. Even pictures of your cooking would look good. Okay. In <laughs> that's rude. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> You're not wrong, though. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really happy I, I did this. The sooner you uh, can notice something like this and get it taken care of, the the higher the chance that you'll be fine. Yeah, I saw, because you posted about this on Facebook, because your daughter made you a little, like, stress ball. Mm -hmm. She sewed one together for you, which I just think is the cutest thing. You're just raising her right. She's so incredible. But in the comments, a lot of people were saying, like, thanks, Ryder. Like, I'm sending this to my husband. He's been saying something. But there's also people that were saying that due to their genetics, yeah, good thing to look into this um, with your family tree or whatever, because there was a woman that commented she's been getting a colonoscopy since she was 13. Yeah. So in your mind, most people are like, oh, colonoscopy, don't have to worry about it till I'm 50. Well, that's not necessarily always the case. So if you do feel like something's off, trust your gut. Literally. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I felt, I remember uh, in the summer when I uh, noticed some blood in my stool. Mm-hmm. That's scary. That's so scary for someone to go through and then not talk to someone about it. Well, it was, yeah, it was right before a slow pitch game and then I went and played slow pitch and the entire time I like <sighs> felt like I was going to puke because mm-hmm. I'm like, there's You're something scared. wrong. You're scared. Yeah. Yeah, truly. And you can't like call your mom, <laughs> you know, like yeah. we're at that age now where you have to advocate for yourself. You have to call the doctor and book those appointments on your own. So if anyone has any questions or wants to know more details about this, Ryder, you said your DMs are open or they can text into the show? Yeah, for sure. I've had a lot of people reaching out because I didn't get too detailed on symptoms and I've probably had 100 messages over the last 12 hours since posting about this from mm, people that are just, I think, also concerned. So if if you're waiting for a sign like that you should probably go get checked about an ailment or something that's been bothering you, yeah. I hope this is it. Uh, a tweet from my friend six months ago said, if you're 40 years old and have had any complications with digestion or bowel movements, go get a colonoscopy. And that's and, what it did for you. Well, I look up to this guy and I was like, oh, awesome. Like it was just an extra little push of motivation. But listen to your body and go get checked out. We have a healthcare system, like I said, that has its complications right now. But it's truly amazing that I was able to get in and out of there in two hours, deal with super pleasant people, and not pay anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for some people in the States, that's impossible to go and get a colonoscopy at 40 yeah. if you're a little concerned. Uh, but here it's not. So listen to listen to your body and go get checked if you need to. Thank you for sharing, Ryder. You're welcome, and I'll keep everybody updated on how things are. And hopefully uh, hopefully all is no smooth. phone call in a couple weeks. Yeah, and you so got her. We'll learn more about it, right? So-
So I've just discovered something. You haven't won anything. Let's be honest. I'm going to win. You're not. So (laughs) I'm addicted to the Starbucks app. Like I love getting stars because then that equals free coffee. But they get you. They know how to get you. You got to spend money to win stuff, right? Yeah, I was with you and there was a deal where it's you... (laughs) Spend over $20 to get 40 stars or something. Let's 40 say. extra stars, yeah. yeah. And you're like, all right, let's do it. You racked that bill up to 35 bucks. Yeah, I did. Just to get it's, it's a 40 struggle. stars, which is worth about $3 or something. Now, have you heard of Starbucks for Life? Okay, so that's a game that you play on the app. And if you, you shake the snow globe every day, mm-hmm. and if you get like three of the same thing when the snow globe stops... You'll win like Starbucks for six months, coffee for a year, coffee for life. Yeah, but- 300 bonus stars, $25 Starbucks gift card. And I posted about this on my Instagram story being like, is anyone else addicted? The amount of people that are playing this game that have it wrapped around their finger. Well, I hear Wait, you sw- have it wrapped around there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I've heard you swear more than ever before. Well, there's a game where you got to jump over the. You're, uh, it's a game and you got to get the high score. And if you get a high score, you get an extra snow globe shake. So yeah, this is my life now. And I feel like there are other adults out there that are trying to work their job, but they're, all they're thinking about is they're getting they're really high score. into this. Okay. Well, good adults, luck. Adults Like this isn't for kids and they're brilliant. Now I am obsessed. Are you comfortable with my new rule? You can talk about this as much as you want. I just won't respond anymore because it's really boring. Like hearing you talk about your high score that you can't break is just, I'm done. I'm done. When I win free coffee for life, mm-hmm. not getting you anything. That's, you have to support me on this journey. You're not going to get free coffee for life. And that's yes, fine. Yes, I might. <laughs> okay. Uh, I saw this question up on Twitter from Sophie Fair. It says, saw a great thread about theater kids. And now I wonder what kid or kids were you in high school? They then went on to say, I was a debate kid, an IB kid, and a granola hippie alternative kid. So really interesting responses. So mm-hmm. I, I wanted to hear from our listeners. What kid were you in high school? What do you got for us, boxer? Well, back in high school, this is going back a bunch of years, but uh, I was part of the Hilfiger gang. <laughs> what, what does that mean? You only wore Hilfiger brands? Pretty much, yeah. There was... Uh, there was a couple of us that were in grade 11, and we got, we hung out with the grade 12 kids, especially the uh, the SRC ones. But, yeah, probably back then I had no less than maybe two dozen, like, ill-figure button-up shirts and ill-figure jeans. So you were also buttons. the rich kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know what? That's the funny part of the story, too, is that we knew a couple of the guys that worked at the local menswear store. And uh, I worked at a gas station <laughs> in high school, so we had kind of a barter system. We trade uh, clothes for gas sometimes, or for or for smokes. Do you, uh, <laughs> boxer? Do you ever find yourself still dabbling in the Hilfiger gang, or you know what? I don't have a single piece of Hilfiger gear now. I have a child, and so I go for the economical stuff from uh, like Old Navy, and Walmart. Like yeah, 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 yeah. It still looks just <laughs> as good. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Have a good day, guys. Yeah, you too. The hill figure kid. I like that. That is hilarious. I mean, there were, when I was in high school, this was like early 2000s, right? So there were a lot of people that were the Abercrombie and Fitch. So same thing, Mm -hmm. where like I could never afford a jean skirt from there. So I, I envied them. Or there'd be people wearing sevens jeans. 
the brand seven. Mm-hmm. And I had, I wish that you were a sevens jean kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even remember where I was getting my clothes from, like maybe forever 21, which was okay. Um, but the quality was not as good. <laughs> this is pretty in depth, hey? Like this, you were thinking about this a lot. Oh yeah, up. no, I never had the collared, the popped collared shirts. Did you have any guys in your class that were the two golf shirt? Yes, kids. Yeah. Oh, that was the phase. Yeah, when I, I was in school, it was like the um, you would have been bleached like hair. Fourteen when shell. I, I feel like Kanye was the one that started that trend. Seven eight zero seven eight four seven one zero seven. What kid were you in high school? Andrew says shop class kid, fix everyone's vehicles, built things, trailers, farm equipment, etc. Seventeen years in a, as a heavy me- equipment mechanic now, so it oh, paid off. You know what? It's interesting hearing from people talking about other students that they remember from high school, and maybe they still follow them online and see what they're doing now. Like Michelle says. There was a girl in our high school. She was the photography girl. She spent so much time in the photo lab. She's now gone on to be a wonderful photographer. Cool. She um, she does photography all over the world. She actually did the photography for the lead singer Biff Naked's wedding. Okay, so she's charging the big bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's unreal. That is so amazing. I think I was the annoying kid. Yeah, I, we know. You was. Were you also the smoke kid? pit kid <laughs> yeah. I, that's really hard to say for some reason were you in the smoke pit a lot yeah i was the annoying smoke pit kid you were the like sure. little like the short guy in the smoke pit that was just running your mouth yeah and everybody's like how did you get smoked yeah, you're like- 13 <laughs> and i'm like i'm actually 17 oh no we are joined by marjorie the executive director at edmonton food bank uh obviously some big challenges this year and some hefty goals. Tell us a little bit about what's going on, Marjorie. 2022 has been a challenging year for our organization, and of course, unfortunately for the people we serve, we've seen record numbers of people needing hampers as well as we're serving and distributing more food to soup kitchens and shelters and other organizations throughout Edmonton. So the challenges have been hitting on us on a number of fronts. So what are your expectations this year with the Edmonton Food Bank? So we have an ambitious goal of 300,000 kilograms plus $4 million. And the funds that we're generating and the food we're generating will not only help us provide food and services over the Christmas and festive season, but also into the new year when unfortunately we believe that the numbers of people needing our services will continue to remain high. And there's many ways that people can help us out. Uh, Can you tell us some of those? Yeah, what are some upcoming events or things that you have going on for people to help? So there's numerous options. So it can be as simple as visiting our website and following the Donate Now buttons that are on our website. You can make an online contribution. Or if you're out shopping for your your family during the next few weeks, we have collection bins for non-perishable food items at all major grocery stores. And of course, then we have events happening throughout the community that are raising food funds and awareness for the food bank. Uh, For example, Candy Cane Lane and the Holiday Train at the beginning. And those are fairly close to the beginning of December. What is your website for people to check out? Edmontonsfoodbank.com. The Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.